With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and we're back. We are back with the Everything But Wrestling podcast, and we are back with a vengeance. Here on this podcast, we strive to talk about everything but wrestling, and today we are talking one of my favorite games of all time, one of my favorite mediums of all time, and that is Halo. We're talking Halo Combat Evolved all the way to Halo Infinite, the campaign launching December 8th, right around the corner. The multiplayer right now, you can go online with your Xbox X or your PC. The multiplayer is free to play. The beta is free to play. There is no excuse for you not to be playing it. I'm on there with Stroke Diddy, Aaron Solo, Evil Uno, a few others of the AEW roster, and we are greatly enjoying it. Halo is a blockbuster financially. It is a blockbuster smash critical success as well. We're talking about $3.4 billion plus. $3.4 billion UNSC space credits, however you want to look at it. Everybody has a Halo story, whether you're a casual Halo fan, a hardcore Halo fan. I mean, they created a whole terminology, the Halo killer, about people trying to bring down the chief. And you can't bring down the chief. That's my opinion. Put your opinion in the comments. I also want to know your favorite multiplayer maps, your favorite weapons. I want to hear all that stuff in the comments. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to be back, and we have a great, great guest. We're talking about Master Chief John 117, the man, and we are talking about it with the man, 343 Industries Chief of Staff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, wait, before we welcome him, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out, I got to shout out Jazzwares. Not only do they make great AEW figures, I have a few of them myself, they make amazing Halo merchandise as well. So shout out to Jazzwares, Jeremy, Greg, and all that crew. And now it is time for our guest on the Everything But Wrestling podcast. Please welcome, again, talking about the Chief, with the Chief, 343 Industries Chief of Staff, Rob Simpson. Welcome to the Everything But Wrestling podcast. Um, so, right out of the gate, you, uh, you are the chief of staff at 343. Yes. You've got chief in your name. Just, there's, a, there's a lot of expectations with that, yes. yes. Tell, me about, <laughs> tell me about those expectations. Tell me what exactly at 343, everything that, if you can, what does the chief you, being the chief, what does your uh, day look like? What does that job entail? It is never dull. Uh, never a dull <laughs> moment in the, in the land of Halo. Um, yeah, I, I, 
the fortunate thing is I get to be involved with everything, um, nearly everything that we do in the studio. And, and there's so much and so many talented people here, uh, you know, focusing on our games and our TV show, our consumer products. And, and I get to be involved in all of it. So, I mean, my, my primary responsibility is to support our, our studio, our head of uh, 343 Industries, Bonnie Ross. And uh, I'm on the, on the leadership team and I help manage the studio all up, just making sure that when you have this variety of, of disciplines and, and people focus on different things, you know, it's easy to get bogged down in your little piece of, of the world. And I can look across that and be, I, I always um, liken myself to an air traffic controller. And so I'm like, hey, hey, did you hear this is going on? You, you, you two should talk over here because this is gonna affect your business and let's, let's make sure that these are all happening. And so it's, it's bringing our leadership team together, making sure that we're, we're focused on the right things, uh, supporting Bonnie on a variety of, of things that she needs done, communications. But then I have a team specifically that is focused on what we call the employee experience. Mm. And so that's, that's, you know, what is the culture of the studio? Uh, so a lot of focus on diversity and inclusion efforts, uh, mm. philanthropy, and uh and communications within the studio so it's uh it's it's a lot like i said there's a lot of, uh, going on all the time in halo but i'm you know to be part of this franchise and the studio is just such a blessing that i i can't imagine uh what else i would be doing you mention uh philanthropic efforts and that that's very exciting for me to hear. I have at All Elite Wrestling a very ambiguous job title of executive vice president, and it's sometimes maybe difficult for folks to understand what all that entails. Maybe even me, it's difficult. But the area where I am probably truly the executive vice president and my specific team and my specific department is community outreach and our philanthropic efforts yeah. and, and trying to better the spaces all around us and the spaces that we penetrate, us being the AEW TV show. In your case, Halo is in households all over the globe. Is there anything uh, or anybody on that team that you want to shout out just from that, that charitable side of things, just because it's a bone in my body that, uh, is, that's very exciting? Yeah, again, you know, I always, I always come back to team, right? Because there's so mm. many people that get involved. I have a, a gentleman on my team. His name's Ron Brown. Um, he's our, our studio's quality of life manager. He leads a lot of the, the aspect of the efforts that we do with things like Make-A-Wish. Bonnie herself is on the board of Make-A-Wish Alaska and Washington chapter. And so that, that is one that is very, very near and dear to my heart and to the studio's heart because, you know, I think we've, we've now, I'm, I'm probably not going to get the number right. We, we, we've done close to 50 wishes um, throughout the years that 343 has been established. And uh, when you think about all that these children are going through in their lives, right? And what they could do to be granted a wish, they could yeah. virtually do anything, right? Um, they could spend time with you. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, they could spend time with Cody and AEW or, or you know anything else. And they choose to spend it with us. And when they... They tell us what it means to them that Halo makes them feel like a hero and mm. it can make them feel, you know, uh, just remove everything that's in their lives and they can just have that moment, th those moments 
of happiness and it's just so humbling um and i just our team whenever we you know obviously the covid um situation it's been something that we we haven't been able to host at the studio in the last couple years but that was a big part we'd bring them to the studio we have a museum here at the studio uh, of Mm. of halo memorabilia and things throughout the years our tv shows our consumer products and uh, to have them come in, our studio gets out and we do a clap in. So like everybody leaves their desks and they come down to the yeah. lobby and they're, they're through the, 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 so, the hub area that we have down here in the first floor, the cafeteria, and they clap the, the child and their family in. And it's just such a great moment we, to, for folks to, no matter how busy they are, they will drop everything to, yeah. to make sure that this is the, the best moment. Uh, that that child and family can have, and it's it's awesome. Feels that like is uh, that really puts it all in perspective in terms of you guys are responsible, your team, and I love how much you you say team, and you're responsible for enjoyment, and you're responsible for eliciting these feelings in your consumer. It's one of the reasons, and I'm going to break my my rule here of saying the W word on this podcast, but it's one of the reasons that I I will never be caught dead saying that wrestling is fake um, because the reactions to it are not, because mm-hmm. the feelings are not, because of the importance that it, it can be for somebody. So that's just uh, incredibly, man, I, this, this, I thought... I was going to jump right into multiplayer maps and uh, and and weapons, and this is uh, no, that, incredibly uh, touching. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited to hear that. You mentioned there's a museum. Yeah, yeah, there's a museum. We're 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 here. You know, obviously Microsoft is based in Redmond, Washington, mm-hmm. outside of Seattle, and and uh, yeah, we have a museum. I don't I can't tell you off the top of my head how many pieces we have, but I mean, there's everything like I mentioned of. Um, you know, props and costumes from the live action shows we've done in the past, like Ford Unto Dawn or Halo Nightfall. Obviously, whenever the Halo television series that we're doing with Paramount Plus comes out, we'll have we'll have those items that will join our museum. But there's everything from, you know, the first consoles that were released, limited editions across different regions, consumer products. We even have a number of uh, props that have been loaned and or given to us by the community. Um, mm. So we have, that's another thing. So I, I, I'll talk more about, um, you know, bringing people together. Uh, and, and you're very familiar with this. But again, going back to how many, how Halo touches so many people's lives. We have a, a costume and prop uh, group that's global. It's called the 405th. Uh, you know, so not, not too dissimilar to what Star Wars has with their, their cosplay group. The 501st. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I heard you talk about, <laughs> I think it was in your, oh, it was the Deep Space Nine podcast. Yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about going as cosplay, <laughs> right? So um, to see what these folks create, and also we, we ask them to join us in things like Make-A-Wish, because sometimes there will be a situation where we can't bring the, the individual here, but based on where they're at, you know, the four or fifths everywhere. And so we can have them join us for, for different things uh, to represent Halo. And, and uh, again, it just, you know, we say with our, um, in our pillars that, you know, 
humanity is worth fighting for no matter what the cost and um, that can't be you know any more true with how we how we approach this and and how we hope that halo um, puts a positive has a positive impact on people's lives a shout out to the 405th right that's right that's right absolutely you're in in the museum because i'm i'm just fascinated by this idea in the museum what is your your personal favorite piece we have a um we have the the brute gravity hammer that was made and now i i'm, I'm on the spot i'm totally going to forget but it was a it used to be a, a i believe a television show that forged weapons from is it something by fire yes i think that was something like what that it, and i'll call it something by fire yeah. i know what i know what you're talking about but this thing is ridiculous in the level of detail and then mm. the weight as well right you yeah. try to lift it and you you basically get a hernia you know we have to tell people please don't <laughs> please don't attempt to lift this sure um but we've had you know we have visitors all the time we've had some professional wrestlers stop by in the past and you know they they just geek out and we'd love to have you obviously if you're ever in the area but uh to join oh. us but that's it's a it's a it's a good time. You can spend a uh, good deal of time in that museum for sure. It's a da- that's a dangerous invite. That's like Michael <laughs> Scott on that episode where she invites him down to Florida and he books all these plane tickets. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the gravity hammer last night uh, in my introduction. I, I was talking about the campaign uh, coming online December eighth. Right now, multiplayer, uh, free to play. There is no excuse. You've got everyone needs to be playing it in a. Uh, a game, a, a private game. I didn't even let my friends Stroke Diddy and Solo and a few others know that I was on. I was playing Fiesta last night, and I was very excited. At Fiesta just loads you up with different weapons, different items. I was so excited at the idea that I had spawned with a gravity hammer, and man, it 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 really showed how how terrible I am at the game. I. <laughs> I you're swinging for the fences, and I, I've got the surround sound going with the big boom and the effect. Uh, it was a poor, it was a very poor outing in my Fiesta game, my private Fiesta game. But it was cool to have my hands on on the the gravity hammer, and that's actually uh, that's a perfect next question that I was going to ask you is I, over all these series, Halo and everything. Just as a not to put you on the spot, but that's all we end up doing on this is. Right, right. Do you ha- do you have a favorite weapon throughout the campaigns and the multiplayers? Our favorite weapons. Well, number one, I get a the needler. There it right? is. Yeah. There it is. So that's one. There's nothing like hitting, you know, all the lock on on all the shards and just you know, fear the pink mist, right? Um, Hot needles in your body, man. Yeah. Hot needles. Um, you know, I'm right now in in Infinite. I love uh, the sidekick pistol. Interesting. I will go to that. You know, off the spawn. You know, you're typically you know in a regular in a quick match or what have you. Unless you're in ranked, um, you're you're with AR or in ranked and a BR. And I'll switch right to that pistol when I when I get it. You know, in ranked or or what have you. And I don't know that 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 has just become a go-to for me. But um, you know, you you get the the energy sword is always something you gotta you gotta love. You know, you get that lock on and and the the, the hammer definitely hits uh, the right way. I'd say I'm really bad with the BR and every yeah. you know all all the pros love it um, and they're amazing. Like I watched our 
Halo Championship Series, one of our online qualifiers last night, and I just, th those folks blow my mind. Cause, so, like, don't feel bad about, you know, how you felt with the gravity hammer. I work here, I'm not that good. You know, I'm much older now and I get, you know, you're coming up behind somebody and you have the hammer and you're like, this is just gonna be so sweet. And then somehow you just, you just mess up and, and get, it get doesn't it doesn't deter your playing experience. The, I, I played round after round after round yesterday and really poor, really poor outings. We're talking low, less than five kills on a couple of these maps. And it didn't deter me at all from just, because the moment when you do get it right, the moment when there's a breakaway flag capture and, this, and it actually works, even when you're sprinting and you're revealed and you're actually halfway, oh, there's no way I'll make it. And then you make those... Those are the moments of the multiplayer experience because I was a old school, obviously, right there in front of the, the, big, the big one there with the, with the Duke, four players, yep. moved on to System Link, and now finally getting out of my dinosaur ways into true multiplayer with my headset and the whole thing. It's, it's wild. But those moments are what it's all about. So just one of those. Yep. If I could have one of those a night, it makes for an incredible multiplayer experience. And the multiplayer currently is amazing. Thank you. Uh, I, it's amazing. I've, so, so at you know at AEW, you know Adam Cole, Evil Uno, uh, Ricky Starks, uh, Solo. I mean, uh, all all of my core people who have played Halo with me. Uh, that we just there's there's nothing negative uh, that we can say about the experience. Maybe it's a weapon that you're learning versus what you loved in the past. Like you say that the the Needler is is your is your favorite. I have the most odd favorite weapon. And I, I think it was in Halo 3 that I really fell for it, but I was a big-time brute shot guy. Okay. Big time. And, and it's because of the brute shot really much should let you know how bad I am because it's just a, it's not about the accuracy. It's not, you're just launching grenades, hoping for the best, but the, the brute shot, I was thinking in my mind today, what is my favorite weapon I ever used? It's the brute shot. I do try with the battle rifle. And then I believe it is the CQS48 Bulldog. That yeah, is an bulldog. infinite now. Yep. The Bulldog. Yep. Boom. <laughs> I uh, I uh, I'm so excited because my friends we all we all bark at each other. Steve didn't bark back at me though. You got a bark, Steve? No bark. No bark. The bull <laughs> no bark from Steve. The uh, the bulldog. Uh, the bulldog. I'm looking forward. I, again, it's another one I get my hands on an infinite, and I'm I'm not fully there with it yet. But uh, I'm excited for the uh, close rain uh, shotgun uh, action. So I, I wanted to ask you at the beginning, and I, I didn't ask you. Tell me. Your, your, your journey, as much as you'd like to share, how, how did this come to be, you being the chief of staff at 343? You want me to go like, to video games, how I came onto video yeah, games? Yeah, walk, walk, walk me through it. I just <laughs> want to know how, how this, this came to be, and now you're sitting in this spot, and, and, you're, and you're coordinating these teams, and, and, and you mentioned leadership, and that's so important when we're trying to provide people these, this experience and, and being honest and transparent leaders. I love hearing it. Tell yeah. me, tell me how you how you got there. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, it's it's a dream job now, and I look back at where I was as a child. You know, uh, I I was into video games from day one, and I'll date myself, but you know, I had Pong, right? That was the first mm -hmm. console that we had on into you know Atari and television. Really, that that blew my mind in television, and so I was always 
when a console came out, I was more of a console guy than a PC guy, and I still am today, just because I, I like the ease of getting in and out of a game. Um, and, and so I told my parents, like, that's, I'm going to make video games as a, as a, you know, in my, as a career. And of course they laughed because at that time in sure. the late seventies, early eighties, you know, that was, you know, it was a hobby, right? It wasn't really viewed as a legitimate business, uh, at least in their minds. Right. And so I, I went to school at college for graph communications because they're really, it was more focused on printing because there really weren't any major um, universities uh, focused on on game design at that point. Right. And, uh, you know, I got a job in that industry and it was all fine. I went back to school at nights for computer animation because I wanted to be, a, you know, computer animator for games again. And I, I sent out demo reels when I graduated to hundreds of companies and I, I heard nothing back, like not even a hey, kid, you stink. Go back and work on this. It was just like crickets, right? And so I continued to work. And I, uh, just by sheer coincidence, someone I worked with who they knew introduced me to a group of people that started a fan site called TeamXbox.com. It was one of the first truly dedicated, Xbox-dedicated fan sites created. And uh, they were going to E3. And I'm sure if you, you've been to E3, you're yeah, familiar with yeah. E3. Yeah. So I'd always w- wanted to go there. I was doing trade shows for this other company related to printing. And I said, hey, I'll take time off. I'll help you run your, your booth. And just, you know, I'd love to just be part of it. And so we agreed and it worked out that way. And then I started writing previews for them and started managing their editorial so I became the editor in chief there, and for um, uh, it was getting bigger and bigger. And I was still working. This is like I'm not getting paid, right? I'm I'm it's a I'm doing this all at night and uh, working a full time job. I got laid off from my one my full time job, and I said, okay, well, I'm going to put a year into this Team Xbox thing and see what happens. And if I don't get a job, then I go back into printing. And the site got, was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. A year came and went, didn't have a job. I went back into printing. And literally a week later, IGN.com uh, bought TeamXbox.com. And it became a full-time job for me. So uh, That's that, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of those things where I was going to, you know, I was going to die trying, right? right. Uh, this was uh, putting all my eggs... You know, all the chips in, right? And and uh, collecting unemployment while while working part time at a gym while doing Team Xbox on this, you know, for the the rest of my time. And it and it worked out. And through through those relationships that I built throughout the years running TeamXbox.com's editorial, um, Microsoft approached me and said, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna do do PR?" And I honestly hadn't even considered it, but uh, I was like, sure, you know, let's, you know, I kind of saw that I had hit probably a ceiling at, at where I was at Team Xbox and wanted something. I was, we were, we had just had our first child. And so it was like time to expand horizons and um, took the chance. And Microsoft uh, took a chance on me. And I 
was doing PR for them for a number of years. I left and went to EA Sports and ran uh, PR for their titles in uh, Orlando. So I, I moved to Orlando. Um, and then three years later, Microsoft wanted me back for Halo. And from 2012 until now, I've, I've been with Halo. I love it. You did. Uh, you bet on yourself, and you. You. I mean, you're talking about collecting unemployment, chasing this, this dream, and then jumping into the world. I. I can't imagine that you thought you would be in the world of PR. PR is a, a unique space, uh, and it really serves a PR individual if they love what they're talking about. It's. Yeah. It's. It's incredibly see-through when they when they don't love and when they don't support uh, what they're talking about. Out of curiosity, uh, I am enamored with the tale of from chief of chief of this to chief of that. The chief has followed you where you go. Where'd you live in Orlando, by the way? Uh, in Apopka. Apopka. Yeah. I, I lived in Winter Park and then I mm. lived in Baldwin Park. And for those watching the Everything But Wrestling podcast, there is a terrible strip club called Dancers Royale. And I'm going to use this <laughs> non-segue segment as a time to let you know that I brought my lovely wife to that strip club and she broke every rule in the club. She asked for <laughs> real names. She offered jobs. This was years and years and years ago, pre-AEW, but it was one of those nights that I, I will never forget. Oh, this is cool. I'm in this strip club with my wife. And... Ultimately, uh, it ended up not being cool. Uh, but uh, that, yeah, now now people know a little more about Orlando. Um, <laughs> that was a it was a good time living in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was the it was the perfect time for my family because we had yeah. you know, young kids, and EA Sports was fantastic. You know, working on Madden, working on NCAA football, uh, Tiger Woods golf. Like those are you know those are yeah. some big hitters in the industry, and got 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 me a chance to meet a lot of uh, and work with a lot of. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Of amazing people. It was awesome. It's really, it's a, it is a magical uh, city, uh, no doubt. I, uh, I, how, how old are your children? Now, uh, mm -hmm. daughter 17, son is 15. Wow. Buddy, how are you doing? Always an adventure, uh, you know, senior year for the daughter. Um, you know, we've gone through the the car, you know. Yeah. Now my son has his permit, so he's driving. Um, yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it, time flies. Please, like, take advantage of all the time that you have with uh, yeah. Liberty, right? Um, I, Liberty, yeah, I just, uh, I just told her goodnight before I came here. Uh, 
to to do this. I uh, I'm I, I don't know why I hadn't done done it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy and I had been all around, and then now just seeing her, it it changed. You know, they tell you it's going to change everything, but then it really does narrow the focus on what you're doing this for. And gosh, now I, there's a whole nother layer of motivation and, and just excited. I, that's amazing. 17 and 15. You mentioned the permit. So I grew up in redneck hillbilly, Georgia, which I love to this day. It is, it's where I am now uh, uh, recording this. But I had a permit. And you're supposed to drive with someone. You have to drive with right. a parent. Or a, yep. I think it's over 21 or over 18. They don't care. In Georgia, I was driving around at 15 like I was 35. I was driving. Just, just, just terrible. I don't, it's not a knock on Georgia, but it's just, you know. A little bit, loose, little bit looser down there, huh? A little, bit, little, more, <laughs> little more loose, for sure. Um, so as, as chief of staff at 343, uh, Halo Infinite coming out the campaign uh, December 8th, which I'm incredibly, incredibly excited about. I also wanted to ask you, I jumped ahead and asked you about your favorite weapon. I think this is a fair question to ask you, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot. In all of the totality of Master Chief John 117 in this beautiful world of elites, Spartans, the Covenant, uh, Brutes, uh, just, just the Flood, all of it, who... No, better yet, not who. What is your favorite multiplayer map? Uh, I I think Lockout is probably so good. So good, yeah. I don't All know. Right. It's just it, like at that moment, and you know, you just kind of associate things where you were in life, right? And and the experience, and whether it was is whether whether it is truly the greatest map ever created. You know, that can be debated, but where it is in that moment in my mind is just, um, you know, kind of burned in. Right. So, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Do you have a, do you have a second favorite? I'm really enjoying Bizarre in Halo Infinite right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. everything seems to happen in the Bizarre, like in the actual, that little, sh that rectangular stretch. I haven't learned the callouts in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen as well as I should, but where it looks like the actual bazaar, like this, the vendors would be. Yeah. And then there's the room up top. The, these, it seems like the hottest of spots. There's that the room, the tunnel, the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. On the on the on the one side, depending on where you spawn. Always yeah. Always a lot of action down there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a great map. My. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier, my favorite multiplayer maps, and I, I was a, a big fan of, of Battle Creek, big, big fan of Battle Creek. But I think my favorite of all of them would be uh, Countdown from Reach. Okay. Uh, and I think it's to your point. I think it's about when I played it and, and the enjoyment when I, when I played that map and why that's the one. That's, that's the one. Uh, and, and, of course, there's the, the, you know, we go way back the classics, your sidewinders, your blood gulches, uh, Valhalla in in three. You know. I don't like Valhalla. <laughs> Why I'm maybe not? The, I'm maybe the only one. So I I know it was a, a spiritual successor to Blood Gulch, but I would have just rather done Blood Gulch again, but which we ultimately would get. But Blood Gulch in high definition versus Valhalla. I don't know. I'm not that good, which I've already stated. I'm not that good. And there's something about traveling. It's a larger map. There's something about traveling where those, the, the rocks are and the water is 
where you can get surprised. I like, that's one of the things I like about Sidewinder. If you're out on that ice, you can clearly see from halo miles away where such and such is, and you can decide, am I going to flee? Am I going to fight? Am I going to try and go through the transporters and, and do the system? It's always my favorite uh, CTF map. But yeah, people love Valhalla. Please, in the comments for this, I don't like Valhalla. I want somebody to tell me, I mean, I, I know it's, it has a lot of fans. I want to know what people like about Valhalla. Also, oh, yeah. I think I think there's a shotgun on Valhalla over by like the downed pelican. Yeah. That that and I could be completely incorrect with this. That has zero point on Valhalla. I can't get you with that shotgun at the distances that that dang map Why don't is you at. Get some I, of those some of those little like the the cave you know area. Yes. Like tunnel. You know, get some close quarter. You know, like you said, if you can sneak up on somebody from the back. But again, I'd say, again, the reason for that is where that was the first Halo game that I was involved with from the Microsoft side. Wow. Um, I wasn't on it. It wasn't my title. I was kind of like, you know, I was a Halo fan, right? So anything I could do to be involved in a Halo launch, I, I was going to do. And so we were having a press event at Bungie, um, on a weekend, you know, bringing, bringing press in to play for the first time. And that was one of the first maps we played. So just to be in this, you know, this room sitting there and hearing the, the reaction by the, the press and that, that, again, that, that was the first time we showed off the, um, legendary edition helmet. Oh, and so we, you know, roll it in on this cart and take the, take the, the cover off and, people you know at that time those things that didn't really exist like there's legendary editions and ultimate editions all over the place now um but that was truly unique and and so it really blew people's minds and that that was a that was an awesome uh thing i could be involved with so i believe i believe i have the helmet um and i i'll ask that they put a photo up at some point there's Uh, some over here not not the not the legendary helmet stash yeah yeah i did uh one year, my wife always for Halloween does Halloween very big. And then my job for Halloween is to just scare people. So if it was, I'd run around the house. And one time I was like a werewolf that had a Thor hammer. These costumes are, these aren't quality on my part. They're more about the scare. My wife did a full Cortana. No uh, way. Yeah. And it was really just, I was, I, I would say eerily into it. Like I was, I was, it was just so, she did it so well. Again, we'll, we'll put the picture up here uh, in post of the Cortana. And the, at the time, I believe that was my legendary edition. Cause I was, I was a young wrestler who was getting overpaid. And those were the places that I was spending my, my money. We, we used to have, uh, when I was with WWE, I used to have this thing called Best Buy Wednesday. And I would get off the road, usually after the SmackDown was filmed, I would get on back home Wednesday. And that's where I would take my money. Got to gotta go load up. Yeah. yeah to, to, and at the time, <laughs> this, was, this was Blu-rays, and this was every piece of uh, content I could get for, you know, at the, you know my, my Xbox 360 and the, that generation of, of consoles. Now it's not the same. But, it, but now it's better. Now, now it's, at, it's at your fingertips. Yep. It's I do a, miss a, I do miss the you know the midnight events coming together oh. with with fans and things yeah. like that. But it's super nice to sit back you know now that I'm 
48 years old, <laughs> sit back and download something and not have to worry about going out. So, you mentioned these midnights of midnight events, and I was telling I was telling my buddy about this earlier. I don't think people realize how significant Halo 2, when Halo 2 came out, it wasn't just a matter of okay, we're marketing this video game. It was just one of those transcendent titles and pieces of medium and that's I think it's Bill Gates at midnight he's one of the first people to get a copy and Times Square the board and everything it was just it was so cool and now in this day and age you're t there's so much you know there's a lot of future content uh, for Halo and live action content that people know about I, I think we're just there we're at the cusp of some of these great games hopefully becoming great films and great pieces of television and episodic uh, because there's such great stories. Halo's such a, such a great story. And I, I, a lot of my friends, they talk to me about, you know, multiplayer, and I love the multiplayer, but the thing, and this was what I was going to ask you next, the thing I love about Halo the most is the lore, mm -hmm. is, the, is the story. And this yeah. is the story from, from, from then to now. Um, and uh, I, I'm curious, because I know what mine is. Your, your favorite moment. Re what, is, what is your ultimate, you know, obviously there's going to be plenty, Halo Infinite coming out December 8th, that campaign. There's going to be significant moments in this new world. Up to now, what's your favorite moment been? That's tough, because I kind of have a couple. Um, I'd say... Lay them on me. Well, the first time you experienced the flood in CE. <laughs> like, I mean, that was... You know, there weren't spoilers like there are today, right? You really have to avoid Twitter and social media because you're just going to get blown up on whatever television show or, or yeah. game. You know, we're, we're, we're watching that right now where someone, you know, had had an opening cutscene or something that we have to try to eliminate because we, we, we want people's experiences to be great and not to sure. be spoiled. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you deal with spoilers all the time. Uh, uh, so, but that, that, that moment in CE, you know, because you've fairly you know far far along in the game and then all of a sudden you're just like what is happening right now mm -hmm. and it just it was it was so they it was so perfectly done you know the just how they how 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 they staged that moment yeah. the atmosphere and everything from that point on just was like ugh. you know that was that was a major moment for video you know in video game history you know whenever you heard people share those same types of stories about the first time they experienced the flood. Um, that's one. Another one is uh, the end of Halo 4. Um, you know, that was our first game as 343, our first uh, mainline game. We had worked on the Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary with a partner. Um, but, you know, that was our, us really trying to build Halo, make... And, and, and see if we could make a Halo game, right? That, yeah. that people would enjoy. And, um, you know, there's certainly some uh, criticisms with the game, um, primarily on the multiplayer side, but the story of that game is so beautiful. And the ending, you know, I remember, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there playing and, and my wife walks in and I'm just in tears. She's like, are you crying? And, yeah, you know, that type of thing. Um, but I just, I love that moment. But it, again, it was a combination of the storytelling of you've been with this character for, you know, several games and, and now, you know, she's sacrificing herself 
uh, for Chief and to have that, that moment at the end um, was beautiful and uh, very touching. And again, it was with the, the studio, have, you know, the, the fir our first game building that. I, I just was so proud of what the team accomplished and so proud to be part of it. I, uh, I vividly remember, I'm, I don't need to look it up on YouTube, but I'm Chief walking, walking back. Mm-hmm. Past, past other Spartans, past other UNSC, and that forerunner, it's the Didact, that voiceover, right? Yep. And just just to see kind of the awe at which people were looking at the chief, but also the business as usual in terms of decommissioning or getting the armor off or whatever it is. It's a very, uh, it's a weirdly motivating cutscene. Yep. I, I guess it's not weird at all, is it? but it's one of those things that I find myself uh, on the track at my gym. I've seen several times. Just there's something about... Uh, the power in that scene. I, uh, you, you're, you're talking about your favorite moment, and I, really the moment it brought you to tears. There is a moment for me where I, I shifted from, I think, a casual fan to, okay, this is my game. This is my game, which means when, when I say this is my game, it means I'm going to openly have a vendetta. I'm going to have a grudge against these other games, these, these Halo killers, as they call themselves, which is such a flattering term. To be that for sure. To be that lofty, it's like as a wrestler when, well, currently experiencing it, and maybe it's not flattering, but it's like as a wrestler when they, you you've grown large as an entity, and now there are people who are going to try and take that back. They're going to try and tear that down, and that's that's motivating. They're trying to get to the top of the the heap of the mountain. But I don't know. I'm I'm positive you've you've seen this, but the Halo Legends. Uh -huh. uh, I got it at a time. The Halo Legends Blu-ray, uh, the babysitter is amazing on it, but also the Origins piece. Just covering Flood, covering Forerunner, covering the, the, the actual Halos. And that was what, and it's short. It's, I think, 20-something minutes and all those mini stories. That is what every prequel would strive to be without, uh, like, exploiting its own self. It's just this, it leaves more to the imagination it can still roll with everything that's out there today. And it's just this idea that this advanced race and they created these weapons and they reseeded populations. It's just for me, I remember watching it and that's where I thought, this is it. This is, and all of the Halo legends, if you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to see it. The, the Arbiter stuff is great. The Babysitter's great. Uh, yep. But yeah, that was the one for me. And then I've got this weird, I'm really wrapped up in Halo Reach and Noble Six and that, that last stand and the fall, fall of reach. Um, and now I, I, wanna rep I wanna go back and look at four. I'm so caught up in this, this, this multiplayer. Um, but did yeah, you, tell did me. you read the fall of reach, the book? I did, I did, okay. yes. Cause, that, Cause that was, that was sort of the moment for me, right? So I played CE. Yeah. Actually, Halo, Halo, the fall of reach, the book came out a few, I can't remember exactly. It was like a month or, or so before the game. Yeah. Um, and so I played, well, when I came home with the Xbox, right, I, I actually wasn't a big Halo guy. Like I wasn't, I heard some things about it. It sounded like it was going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm really big into sports games. Sure. You had to buy a bundle at Circuit City. Um, and so I bought, uh, NFL Fever, Project Gotham Racing, and I had to pick one more and it was between, uh, Munch's Odyssey or whatever, and Halo. And I said, well, I guess I'll pick, pick up this Halo. 
Yeah. What a pick. So, and I came home and I played in that order, you know, yeah. and I, and I loved like NFL fever, loved it. And Project Gotham Racing, amazing. And then I put Halo Combat Evolved in and that was it. Like that was, I went through and played that straight through on uh, normal and then, well, I'm going to go it again on heroic. And then I brought my buddy in yeah. and we started doing split screen legendary, um, and it was like we were, you know, like it was our job, right? You know, like yeah. see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Yep. You know, we would just do that. But um, after I got done with that, I picked up the book and that just that 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 like solidified it. That was such a yeah. amazing um, story that I just wanted to learn more and more about these characters and yeah. and this universe. And so um, I love you know, I love our, our canon. We have our franchise team that is here that is responsible for sort of binding all of that together across everything that we do, our books, our action figures, our, you know, mega blocks, what have you, our, our, sto- our story with our, then uh, the timeline with our television show. Yeah. It's just amazing. And they, um, you can really see, even in some of those, um, the Halo Infinite uh, UNSC archives that, we recently released some of the connect connective tissue there, even going back to Halo Reach and the legendary edition of the of Halsey's journal is like you know you don't get that unless you have people that love this franchise, and it's awesome. You you talk about uh, Combat Evolved and that classic that Martin O'Donnell that score, you, like that that feeling of playing with a buddy, the co-op playing and in, in, in that campaign. Uh, changes everything, and I, I I don't really have a wrestling reference for the first time you encountered the flood. It's also this beautiful subversion of what the game was at the time. I'm watching it's the Covenant, it's the UNSC, and then you find out there's this third, much more deadly, much larger problem going on, and and that problem has persisted in the Halo world for as long as it did, and just just the purpose of the halo rings and Cortana's reveal of the purpose of what these rings actually do, who they're actually for. Uh, I could talk about halo all day. I don't (laughs) want to keep you uh, too long. I do want to ask you, uh, you know, again, December 8th, the campaign, I'm playing the multiplayer now. Um, This isn't the question I want to ask you, but I will ask you. I am currently workshopping, Team names, because everything I do, I like to really go all in with it, even at my skill level is fairly poor. Do you, is there a Halo team out there called the Hogmen already? Do you know? Not that I'm aware of. There's so many, I like, you know, I mean, we have millions oh, of yeah. players, right? So I have, not, not that that jumps, jumps to mind, but um, I I'm can't th- say for sure. I'm thinking about the Hogmen. I want it to be just offensive enough. That it, that it just causes some sort of storm. But then we put like a warthog, we put a little face on it. This is, you know, we're making a warthog reference here. Uh, but then Aubrey can't play and I want her to be on the team. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll gonna, figure it out. Are you going to go for an HCS run? Try to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, uh, I already, you know, with the, with the multiplayer, I already got, because you, know, you can get that HCS outfit. I think it's yep. the red, white, and blue outfit. Yep. yep. Right away. 
right in, in free to play and right away and i i don't regret it uh one bit um halo infinite the multiplayer is out there right now uh rob chief of staff of 343 is there anything you want to let people know about this wonderful game it's coming to its apex it's going to arrive here uh that you want them to know or, or anything a message to the fans of of all that is halo uh as a nice send-off for them yeah we just you know this team's worked incredibly hard so you know i'm very proud of what you know despite a variety of challenges in the you know in the world that we we work in now for them to deliver a game like this we hope you love it um i know that they loved creating it for you and you know, it's the the most expansive campaign we've ever had. It's a chief story. I think you're going to love it. Uh, and then, obviously, you've been hopefully playing multiplayer for this uh, since since the the 15th or 20 20 year anniversary. And um, you know, from what we see so far, you're 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 really enjoying it. We definitely have. Uh, we're li we're listening to you and going to be making improvements along the way. But uh, you know, thank you and and uh, hope you enjoy Halo Infinite. Ladies and gentlemen, Everything But Wrestling Podcast, you heard it from the chief himself talking about the other chief. Uh, thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast. I can't wait to hopefully play with you and for everyone to enjoy this wonderful game that this team uh, has put together. I'm, I'm very honored that you asked me to come on and hope to see you online and, and uh, also maybe at our, uh, our uh, HCS in Raleigh. I, I might be there. Probably might be there, like a 99.9%. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. All right.